Trigger warning. The following episode contains references to Gore Animal cruelty Human suffering Death Factual inaccuracies Several entitled people making light of all these things. If any of the aforementioned topics cause you discomfort, you may want to listen to a different episode. Explosive lakes down in Africa Gonna take the time to breathe that gas and fall down flat I'm Toto Tonight on How to Cook a Flamingo Step 1. Find something more killable I'm Sean If a lake can be any size, then the puddle in our parking lot is now Lake Kelly I'm Kelly Tonight, perilous ponds, lethal locks, reticent reservoirs I'm Adam, and this is Acid Pop. Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another great week. I'm Adam. This is Acid Pop. I don't know what I'm supposed to say because it's the first time I've done this. We're under what? new management. This is like the <laughs> second time you've done this. You did trees. I did not. No, he didn't. Shit. Say, <laughs> so how did you get in the host chair? Nobody was Andy, I here. thought we agreed to keep him from doing this. <laughs> My voice will not be silenced. <laughs> the people must know about lakes. <laughs> they're big, they're wet. Also, this episode is brought to you by Pavel, our Patreon supporter. Thank you, Pavel, for donations, trinkets, love notes. <laughs> Those are only for me. Sean appreciates them. I don't know why when I started saying they're big, they're wet, I, I was about to go into the Heffalumps and Woosels song. <laughs> uh, so, but what is a lake? I hear Andy asking. <laughs> Adam, what is a lake? Well, the definition of a lake is a body of water surrounded by land and filling a depression or basin. Could that be a pond? You dummy. (laughs) What I like about lakes and ponds is that it depends on where you are. Lakes in Nevada are much smaller than lakes in Michigan. (laughs) We'll get to that. The entomology of lake comes from my computer just turned off. (laughs) 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 Lacus. Oh, yeah, I'll totally call it. <laughs> Meaning basin, pool, lake, tank, or reservoir. Related mm, to lacuna, hole, or pit. Uh, <laughs> lacuna matata. <laughs> went to old French, lac. <laughs> from the 12th century. You know, like that demon from uh, Stephen King's uh, God, Desperation. I'm not familiar with this demon. His name is Tack. So lac is just like a place where stuff isn't, so it fills with water. It I lacks guess. other stuff. Mm. This is also related to Old Irish lock, or <laughs> Old Norse loger, or Old English lekin, which also means to moisten. <laughs> hey, baby, come on, get over here. I'll give you some of that lekin. <laughs> it's very English. That's my English accent. Yeah, that's a good one. It's deep English. The phobia of lakes, any guesses? Hydrophobia. That would be water. Yeah. So Lackin-phobia. You're not required to guess. Lackphobia. <laughs> it's limnophobia, fear of marshes or lakes. Marshes is included in that. People with this fear tend to fear they may drown in the lake, get sick from the water, or be attacked by something in the lake. Ooh. Like that pyramid. That's tricky. Yeah, it's like that creep show one. Oh, man, that's the best one, though. <laughs> Where the trash bag eats those kids. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty creepy for not a lot of budget. Yeah. This is from the Greek limno, meaning lake. Huh. Not limbo, meaning bend under a bar. Mean go under the water. 
Who's ready for a quiz? Let's Me. take a quiz. Andy loves quizzes I ever love since quiz. he started becoming a teacher. <laughs> I do. I'm, I'm popping quizzes on everybody. Every time we come over, he wants us to take a quiz. Yeah, it's really awkward getting through the door these days. <laughs> Answer my riddle, young traveler. <laughs> my riddle's three. <laughs> and the other side, you see. So smart guy. What's the largest lake? In the well, world? In the world. Can I just say I mean, Diddy Kaka and get that out of the way? By volume? Because that's the thing. There's surface area and then there's volume. By volume. We'll get to surface area. Okay. Oh, it's one of the Great Lakes. Erie. Michigan, you said? Yep, Lake Michigan. I was just reading about this lake that's like really, 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 really deep. Oh, or maybe he's being a sneaky guy with that one underneath Colorado. And it's like, I, I don't, don't know. It's I think that started with an N. I'm going to say Nefertiti. The one that Gollum lived n- next to under the Misty Mountains. You know, it never came up. And from what I was researching, I don't know if underground lakes count as far as mm. the, this sort of definition, but it I didn't come up. I guess there's a covering over the top, that's not a depression anymore. It's a cave. <laughs> it's just a cave. It's a whole, It's a whole container. It's just yeah. covering up its depression. This is going to be discounting the Black Sea, which technically counts as a lake. Uh, it does it taste good, though? The largest lake is Lake and I'll, I don't really know how to pronounce it. Baikal? Baikal? Uh, oh it's yeah. in Russia. Baikal. Yeah. The largest freshwater lake by volume. It has 23,615.39 cubic kilometers of freshwater. That's a That's bunch. It contains more water than all of the Great Lakes combined. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Not so great anymore. <laughs> the okay lakes. <laughs> so the lakes are just meh. Now that it's called the lakes. <laughs> Here's a bonus question for you. How much of the world's fresh water does that lake contain, percentage-wise? Fuck me. 20%. 40%. 5%. Andy was the closest without going over. It'd be, it's 22 to 23%. Dang. Wow. Of all of the world's fresh water. Let's still dig a tunnel. Let's take it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll just dig a tunnel straight down until we hit the lake. <laughs> is that where Russia is? Somewhere in there. Did you hear about the things they just found in the mantle where there's big things floating around down there? I don't. I don't want are to they hear alive? about anything. We don't know. We don't know what they are. <laughs> it's, the, it's the dragons that our patrons threatened the- me with. And we need Christian Bale because it's uh, Reign of Fire. It's the old ones. It's just like the, the, the great movie The Core taught us. There's great big <laughs> geodes down there. Yep. Uh, what is the deepest lake? Oh, Kelly just answered yeah, this one. I think I was Nefertiti. just talking about it. It's really deep. It's got. It's like a crust rift or something. Like it's like Michigan. the Marianas Trench, but a lake. But I don't know what it's called. I'm going to say Tahoe, because they haven't found the bottom. They did they eventually. Like, like Michigan know. again. I tricked you. It's Lake Baikal again. <laughs> Damn oh. it. <laughs> I wonder if that's the one I'm thinking of. Is it really deep, but not really wide? I mean, it's pretty big. It's, it's not the largest for surface area, though. I'll tell you that. Okay. It has a maximum depth of 1,642 meters, or wow. 5,387 feet. So that's about a mile. Yeah. It's also considered one of the oldest and clearest lakes in the world. You can see all the way to the bottom. It's hard to pollute <laughs> that far down. It's estimated to be about 25 to 30 million years old. Hmm. I mean, I could find a way to pollute that wh- that far down. I've seen Captain Planet. <laughs> Andy could do it if he wanted to. <laughs> you know, you're supposed to pick up tips from the planet Tears, Andy. <laughs> No, I was like Jeff Goldblum's character. (laughs) Or John Ratzenberger. (laughs) This is the seventh largest lake in the world by surface area. So what's the largest? That's got to be one of the Great Lakes. I'm just going to keep on saying Lake Michigan and hope I get something (laughs) right. I don't really know that many lakes is the problem. Superior sounds 
appropriate, what with the name and all. Superior sounds like it chose its own name. It's full of itself. Ontario must have a lake. Let's say Lake Ontario. <laughs> Kelly got it. It's like Superior. Oh. Not the most superior of the lakes. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird thing about those lakes. I don't know if you guys have been to the Great Lakes, but they don't get very deep very fast. Like, you can just walk out like 50 feet and be waist deep in water. Look, I'm in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Hooray. It's weird when you're used to Tahoe to be able to just like keep walking forever and never get your head underwater. But Tahoe is like one, two, three, bloop, (laughs) gone. And then you have hypothermia. Gone forever. Nobody ever found you. (laughs) We'll talk talk about that later. Yeah, that's stories. It has a surface area of 82,100 square kilometers, or Man, those are numbers. 31,700 square miles. What is that in pizzas? <laughs> 1,753,000 square pizzas. <laughs> Pizza Hut. Today's sponsor is Pizza Hut. <laughs> this is followed by Lake Victoria in Africa. Okay. Lake Huron in Canada, which, is, which also contains the world's largest lake island. Oh. Then Lake Michigan. There you go, Andy. Michigan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's which is the largest largest lake in No, that can't be right. Michigan. <laughs> in Michigan. The, it's the largest lake in one country. Like one it doesn't of the have Great any lakes other lakes is entirely enclosed. <laughs> That's interesting. Isn't it Michigan? It it probably is. I believe you. I don't know geography. Then a an African word. <laughs> <laughs> Tanganyika. Tanganyika. <laughs> It's an African lake, which is the longest lake in the world and the second by volume. Some people call that a river. <laughs> <laughs> the Nile's the a really Nile. long lake. <laughs> so, how many of these dang things are there in the world? Ooh. How many lakes? Lakes. Isn't there a state that's like the land of a thousand lakes or it's something? <laughs> <laughs> Lakes filled with butter. (laughs) (laughs) And we called that state Louisiana. Uh, Uh, God, there's like four within striking distance. We could throw a rock and hit a lake around here. And you're in a desert. I mean, we do have a few. This whole place used to be one dang big lake. One million lakes. 522,822. Okay. Remember that number, because I won't. Okay. <laughs> what did you say, Sean? 10,000. 10,000. What was yours, Kelly? One million. And Andy's was 522,832. <laughs> I think Kelly gets it. Oh. At 117 million lakes. Wow. I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> Which accounts for approximately 4% of all land surface. I know what you're saying. Water isn't land. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> well, there's land down there. True or False. There's no difference between a lake and a pond. True. True. False. There is no difference between a lake and a pond. Hey, it's just where you live. Limnologists, which are lake scientists, (laughs) unofficially differentiate between them. So there's no official difference. Sure. Depending on who you talk to, it can be size or depth. Number of frogs. (laughs) (laughs) If it's shallow enough that photosynthesis can occur at all levels, then they might say Mm. it's a pond. Okay. I like that idea. Or if it's deep enough that there's temperature stratification, like if it's warm on the top and cool on the bottom. Sure. Stuff like that. What about a pond in a puddle? Ooh, I don't have that. I was going to say, if, if every depression that's full of water is a lake, then the number of lakes must go up significantly <laughs> every time it rains. <laughs> I almost did a spit take. 
See, the problem with all these stats that I was finding was it was mostly just lake facts because there's <laughs> yeah. not a lot of like global statistics on lake deaths. Lake facts. <laughs> <laughs> but going against what I just said, making me a liar instantly. <laughs> <laughs> From 2005 to 2014, what was the number of annual average deaths due to unintentional drowning in the United States? There are a bunch of dumb people that go to lakes. Per lake. So this would be lakes and pools and things? Just water and or liquids in general. Yeah. Maple syrup. <laughs> 52,000. This is annually? Or yes, just yes. in that? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go up. I'm going to say 300,000. You said, is it in the U.S. or the world? Just the U.S. I don't think it's that many people. 2,000. Kelly gets it. Wow. It is 3,536. Oh, that's not that many. Or roughly 10 per day. Well. Get to work, like scientists. <laughs> uh, with an, yeah, start drowning people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do, right? With an additional 332 drownings with boat-related incidents, one in five of these are children 14 and younger. And yeah. for every one that dies, five receive emergency care for non-fatal submergent injuries. Spontaneously. It's just one person drowns and five people go, <laughs> Watch your kids around the pool, people. Yeah, that's, that's one of the big science. ones. You don't want to miss that moment when they stop breathing. The lake yeah. scientists are trying to recreate water babies. <laughs> oh, God. Soon it will be science fact. <laughs> These may result in severe brain damage from, you know, lack of air that sure. growing brains need including long-term memory loss, learning disabilities, or permanent loss of basic functioning, such as living. (laughs) (laughs) That's not basic. (laughs) Breathing, pulsing. True or false? Drowning is the fifth leading cause of unintentional deaths worldwide. Unintentional. Right. I'm going to say false. At 3,000, there's way more deaths than that. Yeah, I'm saying false. Because you have all the diseases. That's unintentional. Unless God planned it. I'm thinking heart attack and strokes and thinking this is like car accidents and things like that, not disease, but I still think it's false. It is false. But what number is it? Twenty. Ten. Fifteen. It's the third. Oh (laughs) accounting for seven percent of all injury related deaths. Wow. Estimated three hundred and twenty thousand annual drowning deaths worldwide. That's what? I mean that that means we have one percent of the drownings in the world? Man. Well, just wait to hear about the 4% of the people. (sighs) Increased risk factors include age, gender, because apparently males are more likely to drown, (sighs) access to water. Sure. That's (laughs) that's, that's bound to be a drowning risk factor. (laughs) My male odor lake is coming to (laughs) (laughs) Boosh. How'd they get it in such a small box? (laughs) Just one of those helicopters. (laughs) (laughs) Flood disasters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, water travel, and others, <laughs> and more, <laughs> which include lower socio socioeconomic status. Yeah, because you don't yeah. you can't don't do swimming lessons. Infants, yeah. which is included in age, so I don't know why I listed it again. <laughs> Being a witch. <laughs> no, they float. <laughs> witch trials. <laughs> Being not a witch. Alcohol, medical conditions, and being a tourist. <laughs> <laughs> That's not so accidental, though. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of on purpose. I, mean, I, I just get real tourists. sick of tourists and go, you know, there's a lake out here. Tourists love it. How many types of lakes are there? Types? types. Three. One. <laughs> Wet. <laughs> sloppy. <laughs> super sloppy. Get Mark Summer down here because this is a super sloppy double dare lake. There are four. There is puddle, <laughs> pond, 
lake. And biggin'. And great lake. Mm. And super lake. The super lake. There's 11 types. Mm. Wow. And those are divided into 76 subtypes, <laughs> which I will not be listing all of. <laughs> Let's get cozy. <laughs> Buckle up. There's tectonic lakes, which are formed by the movement of the Earth's crust. By the moon. <laughs> volcanic lakes are formed in volcanic craters. Glacial lakes, formed by glaciers. Sure. Fluvial, which are made by running water, which I imagine most lakes are. <laughs> Solution, which is water that has dissolved bedrock to make a depression. Solutions. Okay. Landslide. So if a landslide blocks a river and makes a lake. Aeolian. Made for mayonnaise. That, yeah, if you, if you have mayonnaise and garlic and basil. <laughs> That's Beaver. a delicious lake. That's for, by wind action. Shoreline, blockage of estuaries or uneven beach ridges. Organic, which is beavers. <laughs> Just beavers, though. <laughs> what about Anthropo- robo-beavers? Anthropogenic is human-created. Um, meteorite, Ooh. which is from space. Space-like. Those are the main types. There's other types, depending on how you classify them, like thermal stratification, variation in the water level, chemistry. like Child with shovel. <laughs> And if it's made up of other liquids, like there's apparently hydrocarbon lakes somewhere else in the solar system. I don't want them. Uh, and lava lakes. Don't want those either. And that concludes our pop quiz. You concluded with a Minecraft good. lake. I did okay. <laughs> yeah, you did surprisingly well. All the answers are like Michigan. It's weird. Are you a limnologist? <laughs> so I didn't want to start out with the most exciting lake first. So sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. It's called a climax for a reason. Oh, so much to learn. So for the first couple that I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about Salty Lakes. They're in a real foul mood. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. They're ornery lakes. In case you're not aware, salinity is the amount of salt dissolved in a body of water. It's measured by salt per kilograms of water. Mm. Just to sort of get a baseline, the ocean has a salinity of 34 to 36, which is thir- 3 to 4% salt. Okay. okay. And it tastes pretty salty. And it, Yeah, that's pretty salty. Yeah. The Great Lakes range from 142 to 317, depending on which part of the lake you're in. Wow. Are they, um, they're salt lakes? Hmm? The Great Lakes are salt lakes? Oh, sorry. Great Salt Lake. Oh. <laughs> you know, the big salty <laughs> one. That's an important word in the middle there. So we're getting into, like, professional chef making pasta level salty. <laughs> yeah. You don't want your pasta to stick together in Utah. In Ethiopia, near the Red Sea, though, there exists the saltiest body of water in the world. (laughs) So angry. It's part of the volcanic region of the Afar Depression, not to be confused with Jafar. (laughs) Uh, Street rat. (laughs) The Gatiel Pond. Gatiel. Gatiel. It became active in 2005 after tectonic activity rerouted underground water and formed a thermal spring in the volcanic region. That's fun. Oh, wow. It's a new lake. In a it, salt factory. <laughs> basically. It has no inlets or outlets, which is usually the makings of a salt lake. Okay. Uh, but besides the spring, it don't go nowhere. <laughs> Except salty. It's fed entirely by the spring, and its temperatures can reach anywhere from 50 to 55 degrees Celsius or 122 wow. to 131 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's not like a go-soak sort of lake. Not really. <laughs> this is not a rejuvenating lake. lake. <laughs> Filled with dead birds. I'll get to that. <laughs> the water itself has a yellow color. Delicious. And this is not from kids swimming in it. <laughs> it's from sulfur. Surprisingly, it's from no. kids biodegrading in it. <laughs> it's dead kids. <laughs> dead kids. 
It's due to a very high concentration of iron salts. Okay. So the iron has bonded with salt and makes it a yellow color. Okay. That doesn't seem like it'd be good for eating. I don't think you should eat this, Kelly. Oh, it's salt. <laughs> this is a lot salt. of salt. I love salt. You already commented on how salty the ocean tastes. <laughs> That's why I like to visit it. You know what? I, I actually forgot to write down how salty this is, but I remember. <laughs> it's about 40% salt. Wow. <laughs> you can't actually swim in it. You just kind of slurps <laughs> off of it. it. So salty that even gra- yeah, Italian grandmamas collect their tongues in disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> just all standing around the edge of the water. Does it get those awesome like salt islands? Uh, it doesn't. I think it's because the water is constantly being like uh, agitated churn. and stirred by the, the spring. Where was I? Salt. Salt, right. So if you touch this water, it has a greasy or soapy feeling because of all the salt in it. As soon as it touches your hand and starts to cool down, all the salt like comes out of the solution. Ah, okay. Just leaps up your arm. (laughs) You start to crystallize in place. Ah! (laughs) But don't touch this lake because if you reach down and touch it, you might die. Oh, that's fast. It's also cursed. (laughs) With many volcanic things, it has a... A nasty habit of like, especially in the depression it's in, having CO2 just sort of settled down there, uh, which accounts for all of the dead insects and birds that can be seen around the edge of the water. <laughs> Nature's septic tank. So that's the Nature's saltiest body of water in the world. But there's another notable salty butter of wa- body of water. Salty butter is my favorite. <laughs> salty butter. butter. Land of lakes. I like <laughs> butter. Full circle here. <laughs> uh, Lake Natron or Natron. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't really know. It's located in the Gregory Rift. <laughs> I have discovered this. <laughs> what you got there, Greg? Shut up, shut it up. <laughs> this is Gregory's Rift. Uh, it's a volcanic region in Tanzania, which and it's actually the far side of the Afar Depression. I don't practice Tanzania. <laughs> it's a very important ecological wetland because it's home to 2.5 million lesser flamingo- flamingos. That's rude. Which is approximately 75% of all the flamingos in the world. These are lesser yeah. flamingos. Oh, I think I know about these flamingos. They are badass. Yeah, apparently <laughs> flamingos have the most indestructible feet in the animal kingdom. Apparently, Like you could freeze them, you can boil them. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Freeze them, boil them, stick them in a pot, poach them. Yep. They're fine. This lake also has a weird like red pinkish color. Ooh. And it's not due to the salt. It's due to all the microorganisms that are living and eating the salt. I love salt. So, and which is again, and then the flamingos eat that. So that's yeah. sort of the full circle there. But everything is very specialized to live in this very salty lake. Yeah, if this is the lake I'm thinking of, like sometimes it freezes, and they the flamingos just freeze in place, and then the sun rises, and then it boils, and they just like fly off calmly. I don't know if that's this one. I didn't read anything about freezing flamingos. <laughs> Does that mean the flamingos are like pre-brined? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's an African Thanksgiving. Yeah. One of the reasons the flamingos can be sort of as lanky and not aerodynamic as they are is because they're very safe in the water. Yeah. Andy's looking at me. I would like to tell you that a flamingo freeze is an ice cream shop in Williston, Florida. (laughs) That's probably what Kelly was talking about. Because they're safe in the very shallow water because it's very alkaline. Yeah. Or it has a very high pH. Yeah. Depending on where you're at and where the seasonal like evaporation is the ph of the lake can be anywhere from 10 to 12 
which that's high. <laughs> that's a little high. It puts it on par with ammonia and bleach. Yeah. Oh, good. Let's see. Doesn't the scale go to like fifteen? Yeah. It's these, regular water and blood. I think is seven, which is the middle of the scale. These very white-footed yeah. flamingos. <laughs> This can have a cauterizing effect on animals not adapted to the harsh conditions. <laughs> also in the lake are high levels of Trona and Natron, which is where the lake gets its name. Uh, um, is this not Gregory Lake? <laughs> Greg can't have everything. Apparently the flamingos that freeze in place are in South America, so they're yeah. different flamingos. Okay. I'd, I'd like to think I would have heard about freezing flamingos in my lake research. <laughs> Trona is the world's leading source of sodium carbonate, which is used in the production of glass, paper, Toxic Avenger movies, uh, yeah, rayon, soap, det- and detergent manufacturing. Huh. While natron is a mixture mixture of sodium carbonate decahydrate, or Na2CO310H2O. For those of you cooking at home. <laughs> <laughs> baking soda, sodium chloride, and sodium sulfate. Those are all good things. Volcano! <laughs> It was historically used as a drying agent and antibacterial agent uh, in the crafting of Egyptian mummies. It dries them out and it keeps them from rotten. Dip them in the lake. (laughs) But that means that this lake also mummifies things. (laughs) Awesome. Um, You may have seen some of these pictures. And because I'm on a tablet here, I don't really have links that I can share with you right at this very moment. But uh, there's a photographer that went around and found bodies of birds and stuff when the lake dried (laughs) up a little. It basically... It dries things out and calcifies over them, so you have basically like a stone corpse. Wow, it's like instant fossilization. Kinda, yeah. Salt's good at sucking out moisture. <laughs> but yeah, it, it sort of has a reputation for doing that. It doesn't, like, birds don't just land next to it and instantly petrify. They have to <laughs> die. And... What the fuck? Some of these photos are wild. Like, there's a whole fucking eagle. Just, yeah. It's a statue now. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> he, he paid the locals to go out and find birds that didn't look as dead as other ones, and they thought he was crazy for it. <laughs> in in the pictures that you see, they're a little misleading. He didn't find them, like, dead on the branch. Like, he went and found them dead and then posed them. Oh. <laughs> they didn't splash in the water, then fly away and slowly turn to stone. And <laughs> just drop out of the sky. Yeah. That's all I have on those two very salty lakes. Salty. So next, I want to talk about a very hot lake. Ooh. Spicy. First officially found by Henry Alfred Nicholas. Sriracha Lake. Who was a known physician, dis- disease specialist, horticulturist, zoologist, legislator, and publicist. Linologist. And Edmund Watt, who is known for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Who we rightly forgot. Henry noted it as a large sheet of water in a constant state of ebullition. Okay. Boiling. The Boiling Lake, as it's known, (laughs) is located in Dominican Republic, 6.5 miles away from the capital. Wow. Uh, To get there, you have to follow a trail through the Valley of Desolation. They just named it that for the tourists, though. <laughs> but it's it's way better than Greg Ridge or <laughs> Gregory Rift. <laughs> and the Valley of Desolation is all like volcanically active, but apparently there's little geysers everywhere that are constantly like steaming your ankles. Ooh. <laughs> the earth is farting on me. If you're not wearing like high boots, it's it's been known to scald feet and ankles. Ooh. It's roughly two hundred and fifty feet across for seventy six meters. I can and jump it's it. the second largest hot lake in the world. Second largest. I'm going to call it Operation Hot Lake. (laughs) (laughs) The bigger one being Frying Pan Lake in New Zealand. (laughs) (laughs) But this one gets hotter based on what I could find. Mm. You can poach an egg in it. Well, Frying Pan Lake gets up to 
50 to 60 degrees Celsius or 122 to 140 degrees Fahrenheit, which is hot enough to burn your mouth from what I was reading. Yeah. Boiling Lake can reach 82 to 92 degrees Celsius. Wow. 180 to 197 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, let's poach an egg. That's almost hot enough to boil. (laughs) And this is because Boiling Lake is a flooded fumarole or fumarole (laughs) from the side of a volcano. It's a lava lake. Basically. It's uh, it's filled by local streams and rainwater, and it seeps down to lava below it that heat it and boil back up to the surface. Ah, awesome. <laughs> uh, with other various volcanic gases, which are always fun. Which is why they named it Fart Lake. <laughs> uh, it's also dangerous in the sense that it exists over the water table. It's, oh. it's only being held up, basically, by the volcanic action. Yeah. So depending on tectonic activity it can raise and lower drastically oh you have a boiling water flood oh my god no (laughs) in 2005 the entire lake had lowered 10 meters and refilled to normal levels in a single day whoa sometimes just gets up and chases people (laughs) (laughs) oh god i'm a tourist i was at higher risk (laughs) after a eruption nearby in 1880 the lake all but disappeared and became a geyser instead (laughs) Okay. Because <laughs> it can do that kind of stuff. <laughs> Let's go have a picnic down there. And while this lake seems super dangerous, only two people have been recorded dying there. Wow. That's not bad. It was in 1990. Oh, no. Sorry. 1900. Oh, yeah. Bit of a difference. <laughs> the lake stopped boiling for nearly a month oh. while simultaneously draining to almost nothing. Okay. And people Viewing- were like, "Let's let's hang out here. It's safe Swing. again. This is a nice place through the Valley of Desolation. <laughs> Real Burning Man. Viewing the spectacle were two tourists and a guide. When a sudden expulsion of volcanic gases knocked the two of them unconscious through asphyxiation. Wow. The reports are inconsistent as to who exactly died, or if it was the asphyxiation that killed them, or the result of losing consciousness and falling down a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but two of them died. I guess the lake needed more souls to fuel its geysers again. <laughs> Come to hell. <laughs> no? The 1906 book notes... Don't swim in it. It's the 1906 book, Notes Upon the Island of Dominica, British West Indies, containing information for settlers, investors, tourists, naturalists, and others, with statistics from official returns, also regulations regarding crown lands and import and export duties by Symington Grieve. Please turn book over for the rest of the title. (laughs) Had this to say of the incident. (laughs) Perhaps you say, what about the danger? My reply is... That while it is quite true that the noxious gases sometimes accumulate close to the shores of the boiling lake, and that two gentlemen lost their lives there about two years ago through being asphyxiated, it was an accident through one of them being foolhardy and going where he was told not to go to try and take a photograph. His friend, seeing him drop, rushed into a dangerous place to try and save his life, with the sad result that he was unable to save his friend and lost his own. I didn't hire an editor for this book. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it was the first selfie death. (laughs) <laughs> Planking sort of, sort of filter should I put on this <laughs> You're getting hot Are you guys hot Those are the two hot lakes But this was the lake I really wanted to talk about That led to this whole episode Okay Lake Neos Ooh the new lake Whoa <laughs> Located in the northwest region of Cameroon, Africa Lake Neos is an averagest looking lake If you are to look at it on Google Maps like I did Except it looks different than all the surrounding lakes It looks like a great big mud puddle Okay it's not blue like everything else around. Okay. Mud usually isn't. But Lake Neos is a special kind of lake that I didn't cover before. Okay. It's an exploding lake. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. 
It's a nitroglycerin lake. Of which there are only three in the world. <laughs> That's too that, many. Explosions. That is too many lakes. It's more than I expected. <laughs> the good news is that two of them are in Cameroon, and all okay. three of them are in Africa. Sorry, Africa. <laughs> Africa gets Kaboom. all the coolest lakes. That's true. All of these lakes, except the boiling lake, they've all been in Africa. An exploding lake has a certain set of conditions that it needs to be exploding. Dynamite. Uh, or temper. <laughs> lots of dynamite inside. <laughs> uh, proximity to volcanic activity. A cool lake bottom. Awesome. And it has to be separ- separate from uh, from direct volcanic interaction. So unlike the boiling lake. Okay. So near a volcano, but not touching it. Right. I'm not touching you. <laughs> Basically, this means that there's thermal stratification, like uh-huh. in a regular lake, but because of the volcano, all the volcanic gases still get up into the lake, mm. but they don't get mixed around. Oh. Okay. Roughly 50 miles below Lake Neos is a pocket of magma. This pocket is constantly leaking CO2 and other gases into the earth, Whoa. and then these gases seep up- upward and dissolve into the springs and various other water sources that get into the lake. Oh, no. <laughs> and then they sink to the bottom. Okay. <laughs> Which means that the bottom of the lake becomes super saturated by CO2 over time. Okay. Like it cannot possibly hold anymore. And then somebody lit a match. <laughs> Underwater. SpongeBob's yep. down there at the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> it's estimated that the lake contains 90 million tons of CO2. <laughs> 90 million. For reference, the average car produces 404 grams of CO2 over a mile of driving, or 4.6 tons a year. But don't they use that in fire extinguishers? Shouldn't that be good? Mm, eh. <laughs> Things can be good in some situations and bad in others. Yeah, you're so wise. On August 12th, 1986, Lake Neos underwent a limnic eruption, which they're not entirely sure what happened because there wasn't really anybody there watching it. <laughs> if a lake explodes and no one's around to die in it. But as we already know, limnic is lake. So it went un- underwent a lake eruption. Okay. <laughs> But they think it might have been caused by a landslide dumping into the lake and triggering a turnover in the water. So all the stuff on bottom came to the top. That's the bad stuff. That's the bad stuff. (laughs) It's also possible there was just a small volcanic event that stirred things up, but we don't really know. Someone got a hand mixer and lowered it into the lake. Oh, crap. I dropped my egg beater in there. (laughs) One of the the theories is it might have even just rained too much. They don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It caused my lake to explode. (laughs) Maybe it was ghosts. I only know so much. Whatever the cause, the supersaturated water was brought to the surface. Bloop. This means there wasn't as much pressure on this water, <sighs> which meant that all the CO2 could come out to play. <laughs> and it essentially turned into a big soda, like it just started fizzing. <laughs> awesome. It's said that there was a rumbling that could be heard at nearby villages, and a geyser of water shot hundreds of feet into the air. Wow. <laughs> Somebody shook up the lake. <laughs> oh, no. You got to tap on the top. <laughs> Tighten the cap down! Tighten the cap down! <laughs> a white cloud grew over the lake before eventually spilling over into Ooh. the surrounding low areas. Why is a ghost? And it followed like the canyons and valleys. <laughs> uh, because this is a giant cloud of CO2 and it's heavier than air, so it just yeah. kind of settles in. There's no fires. <laughs> All the fires went out. There's no life. <laughs> yeah, it's 1.5 times denser than air, so it really settles in and rolls downhill. No. 50 meters thick or 160 feet thick in places. Wow. Um, moving at speeds up to 50 kilometers per hour or 31 miles per hour. Wow. Downhill. You don't want to have to try to outrun a invisible, blanket of CO2. Invisible wall of death. You just see people dropping like dominoes in the That's street. That's exactly what happened. 
it spread quickly up to 23 kilometers or 14 miles, covering Jeez. the villages of Neos, Kamcha, and Subum. People and animals dropped dead in moments after the cloud uh, <laughs> engulfed them, uh, while others who happened to be on slightly higher ground watched as they died. <laughs> What's going on down there? <clears throat> Thump. 100,000 to 300,000 tons of CO2 were released in the event. That's so what? a fraction of what it had in the lake. <laughs> Which is probably good. <laughs> Resulting in the deaths of 1,746 people. Oh, and wow. 3,500 uh, livestock. Dang. While some some survivors uh, were reportedly unconscious for up to 36 hours. <laughs> in others' cases, survivors had instances of continuous respiratory problems, lesions, and paralysis. Yeah. Oh, sounds yeah. right. This was initially thought to be the result of acidic volcanic gases, but these were later concluded to be various complications due to prolonged coma states. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And the lesions being when you drop unconscious in the middle of something, you tend to hit yourself on things. Clonk. Carrying home my rock collection. In order to, pre- to prevent another mass degassing of the lake, in 2002, a venting pipe system was installed into the lake. <laughs> Good. Pumping water from the bottom to the surface to gradually let CO2 out. This goes... They did put in an egg beater. Kind of. Uh, however... A study in 2005 oh. found the rate of saturation exceeded the degassing, and additional oh. measures would need to be taken. We need a second pipe. And that's where we've left <laughs> Lake Neos. <laughs> the poor cows always roll downhill. Apparently, it was a perfectly blue lake until the eruption as well, and now it's all oh, muddy. Wow. Oh. And that's all I have for dangerous lakes. It turned into more of a volcano sort of thing, but <laughs> they're lakes nonetheless. Yeah. I accept that as lakes. And this was sort of skipping over lakes that were dangerous due to pollution, which mm. could be an episode into itself. Yeah. Yes, pollute them. Adam, our lake expert. Somehow. <laughs> so does anybody have any lake stories? You used to go to Lake Tahoe all the time and people would say, why don't you swim in Lake Tahoe? Because it's cold as shit. It's melted snow. Yeah, Lake Tahoe is like 32.5 degrees all year, year round. <laughs> which in Celsius, that's like 0.1. <laughs> <laughs> And every year on the 4th of July, a bunch of people watch the fireworks out in the lake, get drunk, fall out of the boat, get hypothermia and die in the middle of summer. It has a reputation of people dying in it and the bodies not being found. Yeah. Uh, We also have Pyramid Lake, which is a salt lake that has a legend with it where when settlers came through, they threw the Native American babies in it and their spirits still exist under the water to drag you down. There's a couple different variations on it, but basically, yeah, there's ghost babies. Water babies, look it up. It's creepy as shit. Yeah, Pyramid Lake is like, I don't know. To me, it's just like a gross lake. Like, yeah, I spent a lot of time there. Yeah, kind of. One time as a kid, I was foolish enough to bring a pair of goggles and <laughs> I was under the water and it, like all I could see was brown. Like, it just looked like brown. <laughs> and I was swimming around and I was like, how the heck do fish see through this stuff? And then a fish swam into my face. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, they don't. That's how. Tahoe's pretty and clear. You just don't want to be in it. Yeah, it's weird because they're connected to each other. They don't go nowhere else. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's just Tahoe's just so deep and so cold that nothing lives there. There's nothing to stir it up. Yeah. Tahoe's under under Reno. The bottom of Tahoe is under Reno. Really? I didn't know that. It go, yeah. I don't mean literally beneath. I mean, it goes deeper than Reno is right. low. I got what you mean. <laughs> but uh, that's, that's what happens when lakes don't have an outlet like Pyramid Lake. Like they tend to become salty. One of the lakes that popped up in the research I was doing was Mono Lake, which is nearby here. The Kissing yeah. Lake. But uh, it has like a, a very salty, like alkaline sort of environment. Like there's a lot of, 
unique stuff that lived there. And then I don't remember what year it was, but Los Angeles diverted water that was going into the lake so they could drink more water. And it made the lake like super alkaline and things started yeah. dying. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, it's recovering still. So if that's it for our stories, I had a brand new game I wanted to try with everyone. Ooh. Oh. So we don't have to test our morals. I mean, unless you want to, you could be morally questionable if you want to. <laughs> okay. It's a working lake title. Or not lake. But uh, today I'm calling it Dungeons and Doctors. Oh. <laughs> everyone get your D20s at. I got one. <laughs> he does have one right next to him. He's... Uh, and I've I've made character sheets for everyone. Oh boy! I did make character sheets. Uh, Kelly, you're going to be playing a level five general practitioner. <laughs> uh, Sean is a level four doctor without borders. Oh. And Andy, you're a level one bard. Okay, cool. <laughs> I would. I would. <laughs> so, guys, I was really thirsty today, so I drank a lot of water. Yeah, but good. I got it all from Lake Natron. Oh. So I I got real full on it, and now I don't feel so good. <laughs> and I need you to help me. Roll what? for initiative. Kelly, you're first. <laughs> what should I do? Is that the question? Cure me. What which one? Natron was the really salty one, right? It was the salty one with mummy stuff. Oh yeah. The then the It had a high it had a high pH. Alka seltzer. <laughs> what does Alka seltzer do? Is that for stomach acid? Yes. Yeah. I feel worse now. I <laughs> I think I'm dying. The stuff in my stomach is real mad. I'm having difficulty breathing, and I'm really nauseous. Also, I'm still really thirsty, so I might drink some more of this stuff. No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Andy, you're up. The stuff that gets rid of acid is bad. I'm going to give you orange juice. You gave me orange juice? Quench that thirst. (laughs) Andy, you've cured the pH level in my stomach that was dangerously out of whack and causing chlorine gas buildup. This also cured my confusion, jitteriness, and... uh, uh, what else was there? Oh, my liquefative necrosis and saponification. Oh. <laughs> and the Bard's medical bills are going to be way less than Kelly's. That's true. <laughs> oh, I'll still charge. I won't sue you at the end of this. I, I want you to buy a CD <laughs> out of the back of my van. All right, Sean, you're up. All right. Well, it looks like really you're all thirsty. Better. Oh, okay. Well, here's a Gatorade. A Gatorade? Yep. Oh, God, I'm feeling worse again. <laughs> What's happening? The electrolytes, no, the uh, salt. I'm real nauseous. I'm getting jittery again. I'm also kind of weak. <laughs> I guess you need more orange juice. <laughs> oh, God. Too much orange juice. I need water. I really want water. Okay. Here's a glass of water. Okay. Not from the lake. <laughs> Where, what kind of water is this? Uh, this is distilled water. Okay. That's good. This is cured <laughs> my salt imbalance. What the best? But I still have sort of a burny feeling in my mouth and throat and stomach and intestines. That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you're up in the in the initiative order. I don't know that you want me to treat you again. <laughs> Please, doctor. <laughs> um, Aloe vera is good for burns. I haven't drunk yet. <laughs> what? I don't know that that hurts you, but... I mean, if you're burnt on the inside, <laughs> that doesn't sound good. I think we need to have you euthanized. Oh, God. <laughs> out of whack i want a second opinion <laughs> please mr bar uh pepto no you're burning on the inside it so let me let me try to describe this a little better to you doctors it doesn't feel like an active burning but probably the stuff in there already burned me yeah you, okay so first off you need an ice cream mm, this helps <laughs> Second off, you need to get to a more specialized practitioner than a guy with a loot. <laughs> I'm going to see you all the inside. I don't, I don't know. 
uh, calamine lotion. Oh God, it's <laughs> it's gross, but I think it's helping. <laughs> okay, I think I'm cured. <laughs> you didn't give me any pain medication, which is fine, I guess. But <laughs> I was afraid after the alka seltzer. The alka seltzer takes care of acid. I needed acid to take care of the base. I was afraid that maybe aspirin was also bad. I don't know. I didn't look that much into it. You also didn't check to see if my airway was air, uh, airway was clear, no, but I let that slide. Well, <laughs> play in the space with me. <laughs> okay. Didn't have to turn your head and cough either, but... Uh, also, Andy, if you had uh, chosen to look at your character sheet, you would have seen you had cure poisons on your spell list. Shit. <laughs> Too busy playing that damn loot. <laughs> I'm a rock god. <laughs> But that's the end of my game. Hi, I'm Kavolt. I think now everybody. I'm a doctor as well. Everybody won except for Kelly. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I, I won the quiz. Kelly tried to kill me more. She, <laughs> and she actively tried to kill me to cure me. Adam, I've never liked you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to break it to you, but like here we are. <laughs> so I think that will do it. Uh, I'd like to thank Gerard, our unfathomable editor. I was going to say for keeping us afloat. Ah, yes. That's good too. If you want to support us, like our many other generous Patreons, you can find us on Patreon. <laughs> uh, we also have a subreddit. What else is there? Instagram. Instagram, Instagram Twitter. 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 You can email us. And we have emails. We've got those things, too. Gmail.com. Just listen to the small voice on my shoulder. <laughs> I'm Adam's conscious. A small cricket with a top hat. You should have written this down. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be a real boy at this rate. <laughs> but remember, the only thing we have to fear is natural bodies of water. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. Bye.